Hello, and welcome to the Illinois YPN podcast, where members of the Realtors Young Professionals Network, or YPN, share their tips and resources for your real estate career. I'm Kim Busher, Illinois Realtors Staff Liaison for our state YPN Advisory Board. Our topic for this episode features several leaders from our industry partners, real estate associations sharing their story of their organizations and how being involved has helped their careers and improved their leadership and business skills. This episode is moderated by Brian Quillos of the Illinois Realtors YPN Network and Jakiva Lee, Industry Partners Liaison for Illinois Realtors. Hello, Brian Quillos here, and welcome to the Illinois Realtors YPN podcast. Today we're broadcasting from the Illinois Realtors business meetings in Naperville, where in just a little bit, our state YPN network is hosting an industry partners panel. On the panel will be real estate professionals who have joined and then gone on to serve in leadership roles for their organizations, representing the Women's Council of Realtors, the LGBTQ community, African American, Hispanic, and Asian American Pacific Islanders real estate professionals. I'm super excited to have my co-host for this episode, Jakiva Lee, the Industry Partners Liaison for Illinois Realtors. It's great to be partnering with you today, Jakiva. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Brian. I'm very excited to be here. I'm looking forward to this entire day here at the fall business meetings. Oh, it's going to be great. I'm, yeah. I'm super excited, looking forward to the panel. Yeah. Because even though we are aware of a lot of these industry affiliate groups, there's, I guarantee you there's a ton of our members out there that aren't aware of the opportunities available to them. A lot of, of the membership across the state, they do not know about the partners and the great work that they do, whether that's advocating for the industry, making impacts across the country. And you were just a natural fit and selection to help put this panel together and moderate it, I might <laughs> add. So I'm excited <laughs> for that part as well. Yeah. So as your role for the industry partners liaison, tell, tell me a, a little bit about that. I started out with CAR. Well, I'm still am with CAR. Um, I'm the external affairs manager there. And um, when I was brought on uh, about four and a half years ago, um, there with the board's new strategic plan, they wanted to have a industry partners program. And um, never even heard of it, but one of my job duties upon my hire was to execute this program. And never heard of a WCR, ARIA, Nagla Rep, none of these organizations. And I was really thinking to myself, how in the world am I gonna memorize all of these acronyms? You know, in real estate we love acronyms and um, but when I dive deeper into um, these organizations and their mission and the purpose and the impact that they've had I got very excited it got very excited so mm -hmm. the past four and a half years I've been working on the local level in Chicago and then um, sometime last year uh, IR and the leadership they all reached out and said you know we're looking to enhance this partnership and grow the program on the state level and um, you know they worked it out where I was able to um, come on board part-time with Illinois Realtors and um, expand the, pr the partnership statewide. How would you say joining one of these acronym networks like WCR, NAREP, ARIA, some of those, how, how would it help a, a new Realtor in their career? You know, I, I say all the time, and it's, it's very cliche to say, that your network is your net worth. Mm. It truly is. And um, especially within this industry, real estate is all, all about who you know, what you know, how you educate your buyers, your clients. But I think it also goes peer to peer as well. So Brian, tell me a little bit about yourself. I, I heard that you were just installed as the Main Street 
president. I was. Is that true? Oh my god! It gosh. is true. Uh, it's still a little bit of a dream, but we're settling in. It's going to be a fun year. Awesome, awesome. And can you tell us a little bit more about Main Street's effort with the diversity groups? Absolutely. So uh, personally, myself, my leadership journey started with Women's Council of Realtors. Mm. I was a, they called them chapters back then, but I was the president <laughs> of our local network, which is the West Suburban Network, oh, wow. which it, they have a, a slogan, a logo here, which I'll show you. It's on the back of my phone that leaders made leaders here, made women, here. right? You've yeah, heard it. So, yeah. and it's true because so many leaders that I've met across our industry in Illinois and other states have women's council roots, oh, right? That's, that's One of our focuses is to incorporate a lot of these diversity groups into our programming and our education for our members. Because like you said earlier, there's a lot of value there. There's mm -hmm. education, mm -hmm. there's networking and what we talked about earlier, I don't think a lot of our members are aware that one, these groups exist. Mm -hmm. Two, they're open to everyone. I think mm -hmm. that's one of the biggest yeah. hurdles that we encounter. Yeah, you're a guy right. president over WCR. There you, know? you go. Yeah. We they ran a, a campaign years ago, this are you man enough to step up and oh. be in WCR women's council. So you were the man. I, apparently. <laughs> it happened for a little bit. So well, let's get started, shall we? I think we should. All right, Jakiva, let us know. Tell me, uh, who do we have joining us on the program today? We have Eddie Garcia. He is the president of Chicago West Chapter of the National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals. And he's sitting right over there. He is You can't ready see this on the podcast, and, but he is. Rock and roll, um, better known as NAREP. Uh, Curtis Hunt, he is the president of Chicago, the Chicago Chapter for the National Association of Gay and Lesbian Real Estate Professionals. He is also in the room. These guys are early. Uh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, we love it. Nakia Pipion McGriff. She is the current president of the Illinois Women's Council of Realtors. We also have Peter DeJong. He's the current member of the board of directors for the Asian Real Estate Association America, or otherwise known as ARIA. He's also going to be, in February, the incoming president-elect. That is an incredible panel. Let's get to it. Eddie Garcia is president of the Chicago West Chapter of the National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals. Eddie is a first-generation Mexican-American whose family immigrated to the United States in 1990 when he was just five years old, settling in Cicero, Illinois, just outside of Chicago. At 22, he got his real estate license, and in 2012, he founded Realty of Chicago with a single agent. Now, the firm has grown to 88 agents. Hey, Eddie, welcome. So happy you decided to join us and you were able to make it out here on a YPN podcast. Uh, it's a pleasure being here. Thank you for inviting me and Jakiba. So how are the business meetings going for you so far? Have you been to any meetings or you just kind of dropped in or are we the only reason you're here? <laughs> <laughs> I actually just uh, left the closing and just got here uh, 20 minutes ago. Congratulations. So doing business. Uh, trying so, to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're not just, so you are the, the what's your position with, uh, with NARAP? Uh, so I'm the uh, president uh, for the NARAP Chicago West chapter. Okay. Um, I served with NARP Chicago, which is our original chapter out of Chicago, uh, for four years. Uh, and I think it's been in the works already kind of the last few years of opening more chapters and kind of expanding out west. And that's that's why they, uh, okay. they asked me to, to, to lead and, and come out here and, and try to get more members. Very cool. So I want to start or back up a little bit because I'm guilty of it too. And I think a lot of people in our industry uh, of – 
the acronyms, right? We have mm -hmm. tons of acronyms. I think we swim in an alphabet soup about <laughs> acronyms. So let me start off by saying that you are here representing the National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals. We call it NAREP, right? Uh, some listeners may have heard about NAREP. It is a big, big organization. We, you guys have, what, 30,000 members? Correct. We're the newest chapter in Chicago. And uh, Chicago, for the longest, has been one chapter. Um, if you go to L.A., I think they have 12 chapters. Even Houston has three. Miami has two or three. So Chicago, it was just born and happened. But I sh the Chicago chapter was so strong mm -hmm. that, um, you know, I, I think, but, but eventually the, um, the leaders in NARP knew that we had to expand and we had to grow and, and you know, help, uh, help our realtors in Chicago. So um, I want to, um, you said that you started out with NARP Chicago. What, what made you get involved with NARP? Uh, I, for a long time, uh, I started my career in 2006, and for a long time I kept my head down and just kind of, you know, did work, did work. I never really went to uh, any of these amazing classes that IAR and CAR offered uh, till late. Um, I think it started like in, oh, like maybe 2010, 2011, mm -hmm. that I started really, um, you know, going to the events, going to conferences. One of the first ones was going, someone invited me to come to this NARP event. I went there, um, and the, the people I met were amazing. They're basically doing what I'm doing, and um, and they invited me to go to our national conference. And since then, I've been to uh, National Conference LA and Houston. We've been to DC, uh, San Diego, um, and it's just um, you know to to have 4,000 members from across the country go out to these conferences and just, you know, they're top producers and they're all doing what you're doing and just kind of learning from people from Texas, California, Florida. And, and some of the top producers in the country now have become my friends. And just like Jakiva said earlier, network is everything. And it's interesting when you give a little bit of your history, how you got involved in it, it was someone asked you, right? So you were asked to come to a meeting. You got involved and it expanded your, your world, right? So that's the mission because I think a lot of people don't um, – don't know a lot of these amazing groups um, mm -hmm. and I think it's our mission um, you know from all the directors and the president to go out and reach new people that we have a lot of young agents that are coming in and um, to help them out because obviously this is a very lonely business right so we mm -hmm. want to go out there and educate and inspire can you share with us some ways your organization has advocated for change across the city the state level or the federal level or do you even want to chat about the NARUP 10 I heard about that mm. I want to say maybe t two years ago I want to hear about that and yeah <laughs> so, so, so there's a there's a few cool things that they're doing uh, one of the one of the things that kind of is is amazing is is uh, there there's the wealth Hispanic project which is um, if you look at the statistics of Hispanic wealth compared to other nationalities, we're not even close. Hmm. The comparing the percentage of home ownership comparing to it to a Caucasian male or stuff like that, it's it's not close. So we're educating our our agents and our members to understand that help homeowners and and we want to keep increasing homeownership rate. Um, the other thing too is is NARP ten. It's that's a great way to educate our members because some of our members come to the business and they don't have I guess the knowledge to be like hey um, you know like our our top 10 our NARP top 10 is have a mature understanding of wealth and prosperity be in the top 10% of your profession mm -hmm. live below your means and be ready to, for the next next recession which is super important because we mm -hmm. all went through in 2008 right yeah uh, minimizing debt invest at least 20% of your income in real estate and stocks know your net worth including the value of your business 
be political savvy because that's always mm -hmm. important, right? Bus be physically fit with because we could have all the money in the world, but health if we're not well. physically fit, yeah. Yeah. health is wealth. <laughs> and then be generous with people who are less fortunate, which is amazing to be on there. Um, so that once we make it to the top, that we don't forget about our community and give back uh, and be active in the lives of your family and children, which is also very important. Wow. How are you seeing it in your community and the activism going, following the NAREP 10 of the impact that it's having? So it, it just kind of, on like at our office level, um, from the top, we educate our agents to not go and buy the Ferrari, not <laughs> go and buy the Lamborghini, mm -hmm. uh, not go live at but a- But they're so sexy and fat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we educate on, hey, there's, there could be another another dip coming. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're here to make this a career, not to make this a fad and mm. just be out of the business in three years. So um, also, um, you know, having weight loss challenges at the office, which would make it fun mm -hmm. and making kind of waves and letting people know that, that being healthy is a priority too. Because as realtors, we all know, sometimes we don't get home cooked meals. So mm -hmm. we're eating at Wendy's right. and we're eating at McDonald's. <laughs> so it's hard to, to do that. I want to switch gears a little bit and focus on some new agents, right? That may be listening because we focus, we, we, target this out to YPNers and also new agents. And we've had some sessions that we target some topics about, hey, one of our earliest podcasts was, hey, what if I knew then what I know now? Which I would suggest if, when you get a chance, take a listen to that podcast. And then anybody listening, look at that one because we had some great guests who shared some really nuggets and not really great nuggets of knowledge. What age were you when you got into uh, 22 you're 22 oh. i'll say so 22 year old i was a newborn eddie garcia <laughs> just yeah just wet behind the ears man so it it took you how long to sell your first home uh six months it took me six months wow. to close my first house okay it was, uh, that's pretty impressive journey. for your first transaction i would think so looking back on it i guess but when you were in it how did it feel then uh <laughs> you know it's funny because i i used i had a, a full-time job and and uh, I quit that job to become a realtor. And the six thousand dollars I had in the bank at that time, instead of buying like a fancy car, I put into marketing. Okay. And uh, I got my first client, and glad I had the first client because my marketing budget was gone. Yeah. And I had it a goes renewal. fast. For our new newer agents that are listening, talk about the benefits of of getting involved. I think some of the top benefits is uh, the Hispanic millennial is, I think, the largest percentage of home buyers that they're growing. Um, so it's the fastest demographic, it's, it's especially in Chicago. Um, so I, if I would join just to kind of, um, you know, get to know our market. And then also if you have clients moving to Texas, to Houston, to Miami, to LA, to Denver, um, I mean, you name it, San Antonio. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's a great network to, to kind of have someone out there. So you speak about NAREP, um, and for someone who's new to the industry who's never heard of NAREP, how can someone learn about your organization? Where do they go? And uh, well, just in general, there's uh, four chapters now, so I, I, I would think going to Facebook and just you know, uh, searching NAREP Chicago, NAREP Chicago West, and then they're all going to come out just seeing all kinds of uh, events. Um, each chapter is having about four <laughs> events, so that's about 12 events a year just okay. in the Chicago market. So if I see an event that looks interesting to me, topic, speaker, whatever, uh, could I just attend the event? Yeah. And then maybe yeah. join there if it's great? Or is these closed meetings? They're open to anybody. Okay. Um, but we do, there is a charge sure. to come in. 
uh, but Gotta if you want to yeah <laughs> if you want to become a member we also uh, have staff on uh, at the event to get that done um, at our first event we had at in Oak Brook I think we had about 250 people very cool for a first time event that's monumental <coughs> that's just unheard of 250 that showcases the power of the Hispanic market in NAREP overall I mean my goodness 250 people and 250 paid people yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> clear right. yeah. there's a difference there that's cool yes so <laughs> membership can anyone join yes anyone can join I knew the answer to that but you know some people don't know. We gotta mm -hmm. we gotta throw that out there. So, Eddie, thank you so much for your time. That's about all we have time for today. But we want to thank you for coming out and helping helping us learn more about the National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals, or NAREP, on our podcast today. Thank Thanks, you, Eddie. Eddie. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Curtis Hunt is president of the Chicago chapter of the National Association of Gay and Lesbian Real Estate Professionals. A real estate professional for over 15 years, Curtis earned Rookie of the Year Award for Coldwell Banker Residential Brokerage Lincoln Park Plaza office. He recently joined the leadership team for his office in the areas of recruiting new talent and retaining the current team through coaching. Hello, Curtis. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you. So let's start by having you tell us a little bit about the organization that you're here to represent and educate us on, which is the National Association of Gay and Lesbian Real Estate Professionals. Or, as we've talked about before, I'm sure we're going to shorten it to the acronym for our listeners, NAGLAREP. Did I say it? Yep. NAGLAREP. Yep, NAGLREP. exactly. Um, National Association of Gay and Lesbian Real Estate Professionals, it is a, uh, it's pretty lengthy. Um, we are growing. Um, we have over 2,500 members across the country. We have 37 chapters, 37 cities. Um, we uh, have our national um, convention coming up in just a couple weeks. We are all going to extend the Chicago summer and go to Palm Springs for four days. Nice. And um, we are looking forward to getting a suntan and meeting and networking working with people across the country. I'll meet you by the pool. Yes, <laughs> I, I will it. definitely join you guys. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so with Naglarev, you're pretty new to uh, your presidency. I am. Um, how long has it been? Just a few months. A few um, months, yeah. I want to say the beginning of the summer. Mm -hmm. hey, and congratulations. How, thanks, yeah. <laughs> and how has that journey been so far? You know, it's great. We had our first event last a month that you helped organize yeah, thank you so much absolutely. it went over really really well we My did a lunch pleasure. and learn um we had lender we had uh, an inspector in to kind of help those of us that don't know a hammer from a screwdriver <laughs> so it was all Which is a lot of us. <laughs> it was all very educational entertaining and we had a good time yeah you had a great turnout for that we one did too, about we, a little bit over 30. Mm -hmm. that's pretty impressive um, for a lunch and learn yeah do you guys do regular events or we do we try to do them every quarter but we're going to try to do more um of the lunch and learns but more of social fun networking events um i know we're going to do something you know holiday time but i hope to do something even before that yeah so holiday time and pride month we're going to get that yes yeah. um you know we had the um lesbian gay community we had a big year this year with the 50th anniversary of stonewall mm -hmm. um we passed um you know, uh, the Equality Act this year, um, it was
was, you know, sadly to say, the 20th anniversary of Matthew Shepard's mm-hmm. death. So there were some highlights on our calendar this year that um, were definitely marked um, good and bad. So you mentioned Matthew Shepard and the Equality Act and, and so forth. Um, so what are the ways or how are you guys, well, Nagla Rep, I hate to say guys, but Nagla Rep. We're from Chicago. Everybody yeah. is guys. Yeah. <laughs> I got a guy. I got a guy. Um, what ways would you say have you advocated for those changes? Um, What's the power of Nagla Rep? Uh, mostly our numbers, our um, our diversity, not only in car, but in our industry overall. I think we attract just such a, a great group of people. They're all energetic. They're um, I- inspirational. They are people that want to inspire other people to make changes in their life. Um, whether it's buying a house or learning something. So the diversity of our group just marries into the diversity of what we do for a living. Yeah, and so um, I was reading the, the Nagla Rep report that was released earlier this summer about the LGBT home ownership rate, I believe is about 49%, just under the national average of 64%. Um, under Nagla Rep, what do you foresee? What are your initiatives to increase home ownership within your community? You know, I think to kind of focus or, or pinpoint on specific groups, whether it is you aging, um, gay and lesbian, transgender people that maybe never had a chance um, to buy homes earlier, or uh, younger millennials who maybe are renters and not sure if they're going to stay in the city or end up, you know, in another city Mm -hmm. or someplace else, but um, to get them qualified with a, uh, to make it more of a a, a relaxed um, experience. Exactly. Whether, you know, they want to work with, uh, we have lenders, we have, Mm -hmm. you know, inspectors, we have everybody in our industry. And like I said, it's just so diverse. There's, everybody's going to feel comfortable. So I just mentioned that you are the new president for Nagla Rep. Congratulations again. Um, What motivated you or what inspired you to step up? You know, I also took a newer position at um, my brokerage that I represent. um, And that's also a leadership position um, through management. And the more I dove into that, the more I liked it. And then I was just like, if I could kind of make it more precise, um, not only just helping people in my brokerage, because once again, I do love everybody that's in the industry, whether we cross lines of brokerages or what we cross. So to inspire just not only our agents, but, um, you know, it's just a great, exciting group of people. Mm -hmm. So um, just to, to go outside of where I'm at. Yeah. Always, you know, to be uh, comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that's great what you said about uh, loving to work with all realtors regardless of brand because I think sometimes you can come across people who have a mindset of competition rather than um, collaboration, right? I, I there's, agree. There's enough out there for all of us and mm-hmm. I think it's I so much better agree. now. Yeah, it, and if I have a if I have a transaction 
and you're across the table from from me mm -hmm. on it, we're going to have a good time, yeah. right? And we're going to get it done. It's we all want the same thing. We're right. all heading to the light at the end of the tunnel. I don't care what brokerage you're with. Um, you know, I think that's more of a, a, a corporate thing. Um, we are working together. Right. Um, and, you know, that's that's the name of the game. Speaking of people getting involved with Noggle Rep and reaping the benefits of it, we... In, in these YPN podcasts, we'd like to speak sometimes specifically to new agents or mm -hmm. new agents listening to us. And again, part of this is getting exposure for Noggle Rep so that people are aware of it. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about what you might say to a new agent about the benefits of, of getting involved and what benefits do you get out of it? Ooh, wow, great question. You know, I, th I think when we get into the business, you know, you, 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 you think of it as, as a job um, mm -hmm. to make money. Um, but I think when you first get into the business, there's other ways of getting paid than money. Um, you get paid by education. You get paid by experience. Mm -hmm. So yeah. the object, uh, it doesn't have to be monetarily in the beginning. Um, volunteer to do anything and everything for other producing agents. Um, you get this practice your shtick. Um, showing a place to somebody or you get to learn how to do paperwork. I just think there's, um, when you begin, don't think you're going to get a paycheck all the time. You, you, get, you get paid in other ways and don't spend your paycheck before you get it. I learned that lesson the hard way. <laughs> um, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm making all this great money. And Did you, you buy know, the, the Ferrari that, that Eddie was just talking about? I didn't go that <laughs> okay. far, but I spent my commission check before I got it, and oh, the deal went sideways. No. And I was, they were like, oh, the, oh we're not going to be able to do this. I was like, but you don't, you don't understand. understand right? <laughs> I spent that paycheck and gone. So lesson uh, learned. Lesson learned. So going back to Nagla how can someone learn more about your organization? Um, there is some great Facebook pages. Uh, we have uh, the National Nagla Rep uh, Facebook page. There's also uh, for Chicago. Um, and that's usually uh, the, the best way. Come to Come to Palm Springs. Come to a meeting. Um, yeah, working with Nagler up the past four years, the Chicago chapter at least, um, typically have quarterly meetings. And um, at CAR, we love to host them. We set up a classroom in our member lounge area. We allow them, you know, the group to network, bring in some, you know, some food, get some cocktails going. It's, gonna, it's, it's a, a good time. It yeah. is a good time. So about every quarter. Um, cool. And I was very happy to work with you on this past project. So... Yeah, very exciting. So then I'll, I'll ask the question then, uh, at these events and on your Facebook page and your membership role, can anyone join? Anyone. Anyone. Um, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was going to say anybody. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's the great uh, thing about your organization and the others that we we're bringing on, on our interview panel today is that they're very, very inclusive and open organizations. So anyone across the state, that means YPN friendly. <laughs> so those new to the industry, feel free to join this chapter. You're going to get some exciting content and be connected to a powerful network. Curtis, thanks for taking a minute to stop by and have a chat with Jakiba and I. I love meeting you, man. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Curtis. Thanks. Nakia Pippian-McGriff is president of the Women's Council of Realtors, Illinois. 
a proud Chicagoan and realtor since 2005 after 10 years in sales management. She's a managing broker with Dreamtown Realty in Chicago. Nakia is active in the Chicago State and National Realtor Associations in both advocacy and leadership roles. Nakia, thank you for joining us on the podcast. Thank you guys for having me, Brian. Thank you, Nakia. Yes, this is very exciting. Yeah, how's everything going for you today? Uh, hectic as usual, yeah, but you, you, uh, checking things off the list. Well, you're one of the more involved people uh, in this in this industry and in our arena here, so you probably have a lot of meetings that you're attending, and a lot. Of, you're a mover and a shaker, girl. So, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you for all that you do for our industry. We're gonna chat a little bit about the organization that you are currently president of, which yes, is sir. the. Uh, State of Illinois Women's Council of Realtors, correct? Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, My time is winding down. How Not much wait, longer? Twelve thirty-one nineteen. Not that anybody's counting. Not that anyone is counting. <laughs> so, tell us about uh, a little bit about the Women's Council mission, the state cha- state chapter, and its focus, and then you know maybe a little bit about why you joined. Sure, thank you, Brian. Um, So our mission is we are a network of successful realtors, advancing women as business leaders in the industry and the communities that we serve. Um, One of the reasons that I joined was during the downturn, and I I actually joined earlier in my career, and then Mm -hmm. I stopped, and then I rejoined. And the first time that I joined, it was I was struggling in my career, and I needed to figure out what were some additional options. And so what I found were all of the... um, professional networking meetings and education settings were really helping me think about uh, additional business opportunities or or reevaluating my business, if you will. Uh, When I came back, again, I was randomly attending uh, one of their education sessions. That particular one happened to be at the Apple Store uh, in Lincoln Park in Chicago, and I just decided, you know, I've got to get involved. And to be honest, it you know, the reason that I personally got involved was to increase the uh, diversity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lack of diversity in our uh, Chicago network. Okay. There's a there's a national network and a state network and local networks. Yes. We have what? What are there? Nine? Eight, so we nine? have eight local okay. networks, uh, and the state acts as the umbrella for those eight networks. So essentially, we are the governing body, if you will, for each of our local networks. So we make sure that they're running efficiently, they're running appropriately under the new national guidelines. Women's Council of Realtors is a big organization. It's you huge. Have what, 10, 12,000 members? 12,000 members nationally. That's great. And who is able to join or who is invited to join? Yes, we welcome, we are very inclusive, we welcome everyone. Um, and it and everyone is ha- at, at a different point in their career. For the newer broker, I think the attraction is, I need to, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I've, I've passed this exam, and now yeah. what? So I think that's a very important uh, viewpoint for our, the newer realtor that may be listening, is that you're surrounded with people that are a new like you, you've got your mid-career, and then you've got people that are really seasoned in the business. So you have a really good mix of peer, mentor peers, uh, that are at all of these meetings that we have that you can kind of pull and draw uh, leadership as well as business knowledge from. It's not only just business, but it's it's the levels of leadership skills, speaking skills, interview skills, and everybody in that organization from a local to a national level 
is willing to sit down with you one-on-one or a group and just share, right? Yeah, it has been an amazing journey for me personally. Uh, when I began my journey, I unfortunately shared with someone that I was afraid to speak publicly. <laughs> uh, and so Don't they do that at a council <laughs> meeting. <laughs> but what I love about the organization, again, is that you get to face your fears. Mm. You get to face, all right, I really don't know how to do this. Uh, and so you've got to learn because we do not have staff. We are a 100% volunteer-run organization. And one of my jokes with everyone that I talk to is that uh, women's council, in my opinion, are like the Navy SEALs of volunteering. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, y if you really, really want to gain uh, those sort of leadership skills and even friendships from mm -hmm. women's council, you've got to show up, but you've got to get to know people. And so, like I said, I shared uh, that I was afraid to speak publicly. And from that moment, I started getting opportunities to do the pledge, do an inspiration, uh, to you know, now I'm speaking on panels mm -hmm. and all that fun stuff. <laughs> so Jakiva, I'm noticing a theme here and, and everybody that we're talking to on this podcast, on this episode, representing these great organizations is talking about how not only are they getting benefit for their business, but they're creating great friendships and mm -hmm. it's it just increasing Powerful the love for network. The, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, so you're seeing that too. I'm not crazy. I am. Okay. Yeah, it's been a journey. Um, just seeing Nakia, um, I was brought into this into CAR about four years ago, and uh, now she's next week she's going to be installed as our president elect, the first African American woman. So awesome! Mm -hmm. Congratulations. <laughs> I, I I don't want to speak for her, but I, I think that has a lot to do with her progression under Women's Council of Realtors. Um, the tagline is leaders are made here. And um, I wanna go to your past installation last year when you gave your, your speech. Um, and it was very, it was not your typical speech of what you said, mm -hmm. um, but you did touch on fatigue mm -hmm. and um, how sometimes, you know, it does take a toll on you. How do you push through those barriers? That's a great question. I'm glad you uh, brought that up because I think sometimes we want to do it all. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you get to a certain level of leadership, you've got to learn to say no. And that's the mm -hmm. most powerful <laughs> word. Um, but in terms that's of so balance, hard, though, it is very no. hard. Yeah. But you've got to you've got to take care. You can't give anybody anything if you're not taking care of yourself. Very true. So I schedule breaks for myself. So that could mean that I'm just not responding to emails, to text, to phone calls. But I also think when you are really engaged in what you're doing, when you are doing this for the right reasons, it doesn't feel like work. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you're actively engaged with building relationships with those that you're volunteering with, again, it doesn't feel like you're working at 8 p.m. on a installation mm -hmm. because you're kind of just hanging out with your girlfriend. Friends, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so you've got to find the appropriate balance, and I think it's also important to time block. And feel free to touch on this as much as you want or however you would like, but um, what ways would you say Women's Council of Realtors have advocated for a change across the city, state, or nation? We don't specifically have like an advocacy arm or an advocacy position. We, are, we advocate for the real estate industry, mm -hmm. for property owners and for our other uh, realtor members, but we make sure that we are uh, training our leaders, our Women's Council leaders, to be in the rooms mm -hmm. when those decisions are being made on, on policy, uh, both at you know, local, state, and national levels. So talking about benefits for your, for your members, one of the benefits that we're, we want to get across is 
uh, why women's council, right? So we like to speak directly to some newer agents that might be listening and maybe share some insights that might impact their life, their business. So what would you say to a new agent about the benefits of getting involved with women's council? Uh, I think specifically for our newer brokers, it's going to be having a peer mentor or a familiar face. You're learning a new industry, you're trying to farm for business, and most often when we you know, leave that classroom, we've passed the exam, but we have no idea what's next. None. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> so not only are you getting training at your brokerage, at you know, from MRED, the local MLS, but you're also getting sort of peer mentor training when you're attending women's council mm-hmm. meetings. And the training doesn't stop there because I get calls and texts and emails to meet with women council members all the time to just kind of, hey, I've got this question about, and it's not all, always about leadership. A lot of time it's like, well, how is your business doing? How are you managing this? Mm-hmm. So the questions about like time management and budgeting those supersede just uh, from a leadership or volunteer uh, standpoint, that actually goes into your business. Learning how to use QuickBooks because you're a treasurer on the finance committee for one of your local women's council transfers is a transferable skill to your business immediately. And it's kind of important to know where your money's coming from and where it's going. (laughs) Absolutely. There's a lot going on in the network and you're helping each other grow business. What we've heard also, Jakiva, is some of our other guests have talked about referral opportunities within their organization. Oh, yes. Can we speak to that a little bit? Love Do you guys the women. give and get referrals? <laughs> Absolutely, but I will say I this. Really there's no this. guarantee, right, for referrals, no. whether you're an, a realtor or an affiliate <laughs> member. But you've got to show up. You know, we refer who we see. So if I see uh, my fellow, you know, I, I represent the Chicago market, for example. I am not driving out to Naperville for a showing. <laughs> but if I see Call Brian me. all the time, right, then that's Brian's going to be the first person that I right. think think of in my women's council network to refer to, Nap- you know, to my client in Naperville. How can someone, this is a YPN audience, how can someone who's new to the business find out about Women's Council of Realtors? If you visit WCR.org. Uh, it does list all of our networks nationally. Um, so they would simply type in Illinois uh, or their zip code and they can totally uh, find the nearest network near them. Um, but we are all over the place. You cannot miss a women's <laughs> council member because we typically have the, you know, the women's council bling on or one of our badges. Um, we are pretty much everywhere. Across the country. Across and. The um, country. As a newer agent, um, would you recommend that they wait or they join right away? I would say join right away, not because I'm the 2019 president, of course, (laughs) but uh, really when you think about this business, you are operating as an independent contractor, you are operating a small business. And so the best thing that you could ever do for yourself is get as much training as possible. And this is real life training, not textbook training. These are uh, practicing brokers. You've got attorneys that are members. You've got um, lenders that are members. You've got insurance brokers that are members. So you've got almost a, you know, your full real estate team just at a random women's council Mm -hmm. event. Sadly, we're about out of time. Oh, Nikia, well, it's, it's been, been fun. It has been a blast. Um, always have fun hanging out with you. Yes. So thanks for your time. Thank you, Nikia. Thank well, you for thank your you, leadership. Nikiva. Thank you, Brian. Enjoy your past presidency next year. <laughs> <laughs> and we're so happy to have you on the YPN podcast. Yes. Did you have fun? I had a blast. Thank you. Awesome. Guys. Have a great thank day. Thank you. Thank you.
Peter De Jong serves on the board of directors for the Greater Chicago Area Chapter of the Asian Real Estate Association of America. He has been involved with ARIA since 2006 and in the upcoming year will be installed as their president-elect. His career in the mortgage industry began in 1990 and he is currently a mortgage loan officer for U.S. Bank. All right, so we have Peter here with us. Hi, Hi Peter. Hi, Peter. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Hey, thanks for joining joining us on the podcast here, the, the Illinois Realtors YPN podcast. We're super excited to have you. So first off, tell us about the Asian Real Estate Association of America, or as I just said, many of us know it as ARIA. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, ARIA has uh, been in existence uh, since basically 2003. Um, there are 41 chapters uh, nationwide, 17,000 members. And um, if you look at our basic mission, it's really uh, about dedicating ourselves to promoting sustainable home ownership in the Asian Pacific Islander communities um, through advocacy, through local involvement, and in an ever-changing real estate market. So. That's really what we're about. Um, I myself have been a part of ARIA since 2006. Very cool. What, uh, what got you involved and started with ARIA? Yeah, so um, I don't fit the bill, do I really? Um, <laughs> so for our audience who can't see me, I'm uh, as white as Wonder Bread. I'm Caucasian. Uh, the, the organization jokes about that a little bit. I'm the Caucasian. but. Um, <laughs> But, but really, honestly, um, this has been a lifelong journey for me. Um, uh, my mother is from England. Um, my father grew up downstate Illinois, but he was a professor and taught four different languages. Wow. Nice. So grew up in the Minnesota area, which did not have a lot of diversity other than Native American Indians. Lately, there's been more Hmong and more Somalian uh, uh, trans, you know, transfers to the Minnesota area. But when I grew up, it was pretty... Pretty Wonder Bread. Uh, and then I came to school in the University of Chicago, and my roommate for two years was Manisha Rora from India. And Manisha and I became really good friends, lifelong friends, uh, his wife Michelle from the Philippines. And it just opened up a whole new um, environment for me, and something that created a lot of curiosity. So when I was working in the Boston market and I was introduced to ARIA, it was just, yeah, of course I'm gonna join <laughs> ARIA. Uh, and that's kind of how the journey started. And then when my wife and I relocated back to Chicago in 2010, lo and behold, we had uh, a chapter here as well, which is one of the first chapters nationwide. The Chicago market represents a, a pretty significant part of the ARIA experience. <laughs> you mentioned 41 chapters across the country. Yeah. Uh, so that's a pretty significant group with you know 17,000 plus members. Yeah. I remember not too long ago, we had a guest speaker come out to a meeting that we held for, for the Main Street Organization of Realtors, uh, John Wong. Yes. So you know John? Yes, I do. Okay, so John was, if, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he was one of the founding chairman. One of the Ari. three original founders, yes. Okay, yeah. so fantastic guy. And John, yeah. if you're listening, how you doing? Give me a shout. Hey, John. <laughs> <laughs> John was great. He provided us with some wonderful statistics and information about the Asian American Pacific Islander housing market and the opportunities that are there and also the challenges that yes. are there, right? Yes. And I think he recently, I read that he'd recently testified in front of Congress on these exact issues. Yeah, he's definitely a person of influence uh, in, in, in the United States and beyond. 
Um, we do actually have ARIA in Canada as well. So uh, what's significant about uh, what AAPI and ARIA stand for is there was a campaign in 2006 called No Other. Okay. And it was really led by Vicki Silvano, who was Vicki's a local real estate uh, professional here in Chicago. She's also a member of CAR. She, at, in 2016, she was the national president of ARIA. So she led this campaign. And what no other was really about was convincing the government agencies to start reporting uh, housing statistics in the AAPI community on a quarterly basis as opposed to a yearly basis. Now you might be thinking, what's so significant about a quarter versus a year? Jakeba, I was thinking exactly that. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> I, I just was. marked down on my okay. notes quarterly. <laughs> right. Okay. You might be thinking, well, well, in my in my in my work life, I'm I'm in the mortgage lending business, and so you know. If, if I'm talking to a client today in the, in, in the third or fourth quarter about interest rates that were in the first quarter, what relevance does that have? Mm. Mm. And what no other was really about was getting statistics available so that we could make decisions about services and programs more readily available and more impactful, okay? And they were, they were a, successful in that campaign. Uh, right around that time is when uh, ARIA started to produce the State of Asia uh, report. And a lot of the information that is produced in this report comes from this quarterly information. We use it uh, to educate communities. We use it to help our members really become more connected. Um, so within that State of Asia America report that's released every year, um, let's say Chicago's the number one city for Midwestern relocation with about 300, I'm sorry, 3 million Asian Americans. How do you foresee that translating to real estate business? Yeah, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not, I just crossed the 50 barrier, so I'm 51, <laughs> if you will. So when I was a young boy, um, you know, you might have heard of uh, Asian communities and you might have thought of uh, San Francisco or New York City, Vancouver. But uh, what's interesting uh, about the State of Asia report is the amount of spread, if you will, of the AAPI community across the United States. Believe it or not, there's a significant movement of Asian Americans moving to, say, North Dakota. You wouldn't really? even think of it, no. but, yeah. but the reality of it is, is, is that it's important. So why is it important for us? Because that's the people that we live with. We, we interact. It's, it becomes a part of the cultural fabric. So, um, you know, uh, Chicago is certainly a hub. Yeah, I will say that, Aria, you guys do a really good job with your volunteer opportunities. I just received a notice uh, yesterday that you guys are going out for feeding starving children, mm. food bank. Right. You guys do that, I want to say, more so than I've seen many other organizations. That's, That's a fun pretty, one. Yeah. That's a really fun one. And, and we... You know, when you have people like Vicki Silvano leading the charge, it's about <laughs> how many bags can we pack so that we can feed how many people across the world, especially young children. So uh, it's it's a rallying cry. It's fun to be together, uh, working towards something that's so important. So yes, we do get involved in, in things like that because again, we do try to break down some of the stereotypes that might exist within the AAPI community. It's a really widespread community, just like other communities mm -hmm. are widespread. Yeah. yeah. So what advice would you, this is a YPN podcast, yeah. what advice would you give to 
our audience um, that are new to the business and trying to get their feet wet, trying to close their first deal, um, what would you say to them? First and foremost, having been in real estate lending for 29 years, I think at the end of the day, before you can get to trust, and this is going to probably sound a little trite, but before you can get to trust with a customer, you have to get to like, mm. okay? So a customer has to feel comfortable in liking you. And usually the liking part is demonstrated because you care about them, mm -hmm. okay? So before you get transactional, before you even get to the trusting of some, I mean, we're talking about the biggest purchase of somebody's life, yeah. right? okay? We're mm -hmm. not talking about buying a can of Coke off the shelf. No disrespect <laughs> to Coca-Cola. But it's a house. Mm -hmm. and. That house is going to house children. It's going to involve schools. It's going to impact the community. It's a big deal. Yeah. Okay. So that takes a lot of trust. Mm -hmm. And so my advice to your listeners would be, you know, you can't impact everything. You're starting in your career. You're trying to figure out your way. My only advice would be whatever you do in the course of your day, you impact it highly and just do it really well. And usually that should focus on caring for people and liking people. And if you do that really well and you have this aura about you, this excitement, people wanna be around you, they will then get to a point where they trust you and they'll do business with you. Yeah. You um, so how can someone learn more about Aria? Yes, so uh, many of the chapters have their own websites, but the uh, if you go to aria.org, um, you can see the national uh, website, and then from there you can get down to the local chapters. That's just a way to start online. But ultimately, what I would recommend is that every ARIA chapter has a board, right? And, and those board members are comprised of people that are involved with events. Some are involved with membership. Um, some are involved with marketing. Make a point of just reaching out to them. Um, you know, we try to do a pretty good job of recognizing new members when they do come into the organization. But um, if you seek it out, I I'm sure you will get a positive response. So well, that's part of the reason why we invited you to come on to the podcast. And we thank you so much for accepting that is to open it up to our membership and the people listening to the podcast that might not be aware of the opportunities with the ARIA organization. So yeah. Peter, man, thank you so much for yeah. coming out and giving us your time teaching us. I learned something, Jakiva. Always learning. I know you did. <laughs> so thanks for coming out, man. We appreciate thanks, it. Thank Peter. you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, we want to give a big thank you to our guests for joining us and taking some time out during the Illinois Realtors business meetings to tell us more about their organizations. If anyone would like to know more about these organizations and how to get involved, check out their websites and attend an event. You can learn more at www.illinoisrealtors.org slash industry partners. Awesome. Thank you, Jakiva. It's been a goal of our YPN networking group to be a little bit more proactive on promoting involvement among these industry partners and diversity groups. Illinois YPN is open to all Realtors. Everybody should be coming to our events. You are going to get value and you're going to learn something. And it's free to join. You can connect with us on Facebook at Illinois YPN. You can also find YPN online at www.illinoisrealtors.org slash YPN. Thanks again, Jakiva. I hope you had as much fun as I did. I did. Awesome. This was very fun. We should do this again.
And with that, it's a wrap. Thank you for tuning in. Check out our series of YPN podcasts geared to help the new agent be successful. One is on networking. Another, I wish I knew then about the first year in the business. Check us out on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in.